0: I'm back then
1: What's up and welcome back? It is episode number 24 of the Quinnipiac Athletics Podcast. I'm Dan Ball. And I'm Matt McAuliffe. And Matt, it is the most wonderful time of the year oh, for college basketball fans.
0: It, it, for college basketball fans, yes, it, it's March Madness. Yeah. It, it, it's everywhere you turn, there's a game on the TV, whether you're at a bar, whether you're at someone else's house, whether you're at work, it's always on. <laughs> so it's it's fantastic. It's fantastic.
1: And uh luckily here at Quinnipiac, we do have one of our basketball teams participating in the March Madness. It is uh Quinnipiac Women's. Basketball. We'll we'll break down a little bit more about that. We have uh, something featuring them as part of this episode. We'll talk more about that later. But uh, again, you know, it's a it's a great time of year. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. So that was, um, you know, we were kind of figuring out what we were gonna do while in Albany as the episode was happening. that was last week at this point, right? Yeah, I was losing track of my weeks.
0: So. Yeah, I was like progressively
1: yeah adding to whatever we had, <laughs> and then uh, I put this out. Uh, a couple days ago, but Matt and I recorded uh, our rundown from a hotel bed at the Renaissance, which was just lovely. It was it was, was, was kind of one of those things like, wow, we're really we're really living this dream as as <laughs> as journalists and members of the athletic department doing this. But we it was a lot of fun to be able to be with that team during their MAC championship run
0: as members of media. It was it was a good experience overall. I mean, to travel somewhere and to. Being a different location, covering a team that we enjoy and representing the Quinnipiac name well was a lot of fun.
1: And I, you know, I got to give th- give credit and thanks where thanks is due to all of the fans of the athletic department and the women's basketball team because you know Matt and I were were pumping out content left and right between videos and podcasts on multiple different platforms. We did a, a Facebook live show for the first time after the the championship was won at the like the banquet after the game, and everything went off without a hitch. the The engagements were amazing, so. You know, I want to pass along our our collective thanks yes. uh, for everybody who who engaged with our stuff because it, it was great to see the the impressions continue to grow as the team continued to move further. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, we can't do this without them. So the fact that they are enjoying it as much as we are, yeah. it makes a beautiful relationship.
1: And Matt McCall, if we're recording this on Tuesday, March nineteenth, the episode is going to drop on March twentieth, and by the time the end of the week comes, we're going to be up in another city in New York. Pumping out more content. We'll be on the road again. (laughs) So we're working on our podcast plan for next week. But in the meantime, we're back here in our studio in Hamden, Connecticut, recording the rundown for you. We have a bunch of teams to get to, not just women's hoops. Everybody's playing in both winter and spring sports. And we got all of it in the week that was in Quinnipiac Athletics. The women's outdoor track team, they kick off their
0: season on Saturday with a meet at Stony Brook. So best of luck to that team as their season is officially
1: up and running. Women's basketball is ready to do battle in the 2019 NCAA tournament. They found out on Monday that the team is headed to Syracuse, New York for the first two rounds of the tournament. They got the number 11 seed in their bracket. They play number 6 seed South Dakota State. If they win, they'll play the winner of number 3 Syracuse and number 14 Fordham. The winner of that group of four heads to Portland, Oregon for the Sweet 16. For the third season in program history, the Quinnipiac women's basketball team has received a vote in the Associated Press Top 25 poll after winning its third straight conference championship as announced on Monday. So a lot of great things moving in the right direction for the women's basketball team as they start to dance over the weekend. First game is Saturday at 11 a.m. You can watch it on ESPN2 or listen on WQN.
0: Now for the men's basketball side, the Bobcats dropped their opening round game on the collegeinsider.com postseason tournament to the New Jersey Institute of Technology. The final score was 92-81. to 81. Cameron Young, good at basketball, led the way offensively with 29 points on 11 19 shooting. That's pretty, pretty good. He finishes his Quinnipiac career with 1,350 total points in 70 games with the Bobcats. That's setting a new career program record by averaging 19.3 points per game. Also pretty good. Also pretty good. Yeah. But Dan, that ends the Bobcats season.
1: And nothing to hang their heads about for the Bobcats. They had a fantastic regular season run, got into the MAC tournament, and you can already tell that, you know, things in year two of the Baker Dunleavy era are continuing to to move straight up. Absolutely. This is a team that is growing and once we finally get
0: a full Baker Dunleavy recruiting class into this program, that's going to be a dangerous team to watch in the MAC.
1: The men's hockey team, they dropped their ECAC quarterfinal series to Brown over the weekend. They fell on Friday in overtime by a score of 2-1. to one. Carlos Chuxta scored the lone goal for the Bobcats and Andrew Shortridge made a career-high 38 saves. They dropped another one goal game on Saturday by a score of 4-3. to three. Alex Whalen had two goals while Craig Martin had the other. Whalen had an assist on Martin's goal and it looked like from the way that they celebrated I thought Alex Whalen had the hat trick originally because there was a tip off of a Peter Delibertori shot from right, the point. Right. and originally I was like oh that might be the hat trick for Alex Whalen but Craig Martin gets the goal either way so the Bobcats uh, their ECAC season is done but five players took home all ECAC awards Wyatt Bongiovanni and Peter Delibertori made the all rookie team Odin Tufto made the all ECAC second team and Chase Prisky and Andrew Shortridge both made the All ECAC first team. So, congratulations to those five players. And, Matt, I think I hear the siren in the background. Wee whoop, weep whoop, weep whoop. It is rankings update time. We go 5, 6, and 7 this week. The Bobcats are number 5 in the Pairwise, number 6 in the USA Today poll, and number 7 in the USCHO poll. Those are the rankings for this week. The Bobcats await its NCAA tournament opponent at the selection show, which is going to be aired on Sunday, March 24th at 7 p.m. So hang on, folks. We'll find out in just about a week where the Bobcats are headed for the national tournament.
0: The softball team, it may have been spring break for the students, but this team was busy over break. They split a doubleheader against Eastern Illinois on Tuesday, March 12th, before dropping a heartbreaker to Colgate on the 13th. Then they took part of the USF Under Armour Showcase over the weekend. They dropped games to Colgate 10-2, Florida A&M 6-5, LaSalle 11-1, Florida Gulf Coast 7-4, and Columbia 8-6. to As we're recording right now, softball is playing at Boston College. They host Central Connecticut in a doubleheader Wednesday at 2-1. 4 p.m. So that's a home game if you want to come out and support them. And that is games one and two of an eight game homestand. So plenty of games to come out and support that squad
1: baseball on the other side they were down in Florida and Virginia over break they dropped two games to Florida Atlantic last week 7-0 and 7-4 they dropped a 10 inning game to Toledo on Friday 9-8 was the final in that one they dropped a game to Bryant 5-2 on Saturday before beating Richmond to finish the weekend on Sunday by a score of 6-5 Junior Evan Volgamore has been named the Mac baseball player of the week Volgamore is the Bobcats third straight weekly award winner after Andre Marrero on March 12th and Chris Enns was the the pitcher of the week on March 5th. This past week, Voldemort had a slash line of 526 with a 550 on base percentage and a 737 slugging percentage in five games over the weekend as he pounded out 10 hits, including four doubles. Voldemort had multiple hits in four straight games and ended the weekend with a double in four straight games. Baseball is back in Connecticut to play Yale on the road on Wednesday. That's the day this episode drops. Before hosting St. Peter's in a three game series on Saturday and Sunday. Now to acrobatics and
0: tumbling. Now, Dan, acro is on a two-meet winning streak. Now, this is after they were on the podcast. Does that have anything to do with it? Interesting. I'm not going to say it does, but it does. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it does, yeah. but it does, I'm not going to
1: take all the credit, but I think we can at least split it 50-50. Right. And they most, they
0: yeah. put up 275 points. Right. Can they at least give, like, point
1: zero zero four to us? I think so. As long okay. as they can still win. Whatever's right. extra, yeah.
0: Anyway, the Acro was on a two-meet winning streak. They beat King College on Thursday, 275.285 to 252.2 in ECAC competition on the road. The Bobcats recorded season highs in four of the six Acrobatics and Tumbling Meets, posted top scores in the first four heats of the event. Junior Carly Duvall has been named the NCATA Specialist of the Week. This marks Duvall's first national weekly honor just two days after she was named the ECAC Specialist of the Week for the first time in her career. The Bobcats are off until March 30th when they head to Erie, Pennsylvania
1: to battle Gannon. We transition from acro to women's golf. The Bobcats competed in the Tar Heel Classic on Friday and Saturday. Back-to-back Mac Golfer of the Week, Queenie Lay, finished tied for 39th overall after a strong final round. The sophomore finished the tournament at 9 over par and finished higher than two golfers ranked in the top 100 nationally. She is one of just 30 golfers in the tournament to record eight birdies on the weekend, including three in the final round. The Bobcats are off until April when they head to Maryland for the Hoya invitation.
0: Men's lacrosse now. They kicked off their Mac and home schedules with a 12-9 win against Detroit. Foster Como and Jake Tomzik both recorded three goals to lead the way for the Bobcats. Freshman goalkeeper Nick DiMuccio made 17 more saves to help secure the victory. Lax continues their homestand with a game against Hartford, which is happening as we're recording this, before hosting St. Bonaventure in Mac action on Saturday.
1: Women's Lacks, meanwhile, they were on the road in Fresno, California over the weekend. They dropped a game to Fresno State by a score of 13-7. Senior Allison Kuhn led the Bobcats once again with four of the team's seven goals in the loss. The four goals runs her season total to 24 goals and her career total to 104, which moves her into sixth all-time at Quinnipiac in career goals. Junior Megan Swazlowski assisted on three of Quinnipiac's goals, giving the Central Connecticut State transfer 25 points in her first seven games as a Bobcats, so a great start to the Bobcat career for her. The Bobcats kick off MAC play at Marist on Saturday with a game at 1 p.m. Now to women's tennis and Dan, I'm getting a little
0: jealous. They're back in California again. <laughs> women's tennis was in California last week and played four matches. They dropped matches to Claremont, Mud Scripps Colleges, seven nothing; Southern Utah, six to one; San Diego State, four to nothing; and California Riverside, seven to nothing. They're back in action this Saturday at Harvard before hosting Fairleigh Dickinson on Tuesday.
1: And the final team on our rundown and the team we're focusing on for today's episode is the men's tennis team. They also spent their week out in California and played five matches in a six-day stretch. They dropped matches to claremont Mud Scripps Colleges 7-0, California Irvine 4-1, Purdue 5-2, UC San Diego 6-1, and California Riverside 4-3. They're off this week before starting up again at home next Tuesday, March 26th, against Farley Dickinson. And today on the program, we are talking to the head coach of the men's tennis program, Chris Pappas. He also happens to be my legal studies professor. And we were talking about the men's tennis team before we started class today. And he was explaining to me you know, about this California trip, because on paper, that's an 0 and 5 trip. That's a tough look. But when you look at the teams that they were playing, he said that he saw improvements from his guys through every match to the point where when they were playing California Riverside, it was only 4 to 3. He saw a lot of things that he liked from this team. And one of the things he also told me is that he's got a lot of young guys on his roster that have made an immediate impact.
0: Now, when you look at the score sheet, it says Purdue five to two and then California Riverside four to three. If you're winning matches, if you're winning games within and winning sets within that kind of match against that kind of opponent, it shows
1: that this team are fighters regardless of their age. The two freshmen that we've talked about a ton, uh, Alistair Magali and Alexa Martinovich, those guys are both two freshmen, uh, Magalit from Hong Kong and Martinovich from Novi Sad, Serbia. So these are the two freshmen that he was talking about as two guys that he believes can be number ones on his team sooner rather than later. So uh, you could hear we're, we're going to hear from Chris Pappas. I got a chance to sit down with him. We talked about how he got his start at Quinnipiac, how he's kind of, you know, managed to build his program because, of course, you know, the women's team hasn't lost a Mac match since they joined the Mac a couple of bunch of years ago. So he talked about how he's grown his program and how he sees a lot of potential from the freshman and sophomore classes that came in. So that's the first interview. We're also including audio from Matt and I's pre and post shows. We did Facebook live shows for the athletic department at the People's United Center before and after the selection show for women's basketball last night. So we talked to Adele Thornton, Taylor Hurd and Brittany Martin in the post show. We also have about 10 minutes worth of a pre-show where we break down the bracket that the Bobcats are in and some more information about the tournament. So a packed episode today. I like the matchup.
0: Yeah. Uh, I say it a thousand times on
1: Facebook Live, so I'll only say it once here. Okay. Uh, So without further ado, uh, here's our first interview. I sat down with Chris Pappas and here's what he had to say. (laughs)